everybody. It is Audrey Groeschel in for another episode of Women Are the Journey and this week's Chew on This. We are going to be talking about flow today. I know everybody's really interested in that. I thought it seemed appropriate to talk about flow after having Stasha Washburn on the show about, you know, the period coach and whatnot. Nah, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I just had a moment this morning where I thought, oh, I'm going to talk about this because this is actually a really good story and illustration and then some tips. Woohoo! So let's get started. Let's talk chores. Look, I know no one likes to talk about it. No one likes to do it. But the bottom line is you want to sit your tushy on a clean toilet. You want to be able to cook in the clean kitchen. You got to do chores. You got to do laundry. You got to do all that stuff that is just the regular maintenance of our lives. It's sucky and it's nice if you can afford someone to come in and clean for you, but you still have to do a lot of maintenance for yourself. It doesn't matter. You never really get away from not doing anything. I mean, I suppose if you're a bazillionaire, then you don't have to do anything. I mean, that would be my dream is someone to come in and put clean sheets on my bed every morning. That would just be awesome. I would love that. That would be like my dream of being that rich. Someone come in and put clean sheets on my bed every day. I'd love to get into clean sheets. Oh, I'm sorry. That was just a total tangent there. Okay. So let's move into chores and what I mean by that. Chores are a necessary evil, as I have said, and men and women look at chores different. And I'm not even going to get into the fact about, you know, the balance of chore hours between couples, men and women, because the bottom line is everybody has to do chores. I am just talking about it from the feminine standpoint. This isn't a matter of discussing the balance of who does more or who does what. This is more a matter of how you go about performing your chores. The funny thing is, I think that a lot of times we don't even necessarily start to clean the whole house. We just start to do one thing. Let me ask you if this sounds familiar. You start on the kitchen, finish up the dishes from the night before maybe, and realize, oh my gosh, dinner spilled all over the stove. You take apart the stove, you scrub it down, clean it. Oh, you may as well wipe the front of the oven too. Off you go, down the sides, down the front. Oh shoot, look, it's all over the floor. Ah, You know what, there's so much stuff on the floor, I may as well go get the broom and then the mop. So off you go to the garage and you think, oh, I should probably just go ahead and grab all of the kitchen linens and get those in the wash. Take everything back to the kitchen and you grab all the linens. All goes out to the laundry. So you come back in and you're going to sweep and mop. But you think, ah, you know what? I need to wipe down the counters and let's see if there's any crumbs. And so then you scrub around and dust off and make sure that there's nothing that's going to fall to the floor after you have swept and then mopped. You hear the laundry go off. Oh, and it's time to change it. You know what? While I'm doing those linens, I may as well grab all the towels and sheets in my bedroom. So you go and grab your towels and sheets and you toss them in the washer, toss the kitchen linens in the dryer. And you think, oh, you know what? While I'm doing the floors, I may as well come in and do the bathroom floors too. 
So you finish the kitchen floors and you head into the bathroom and you think, oh, you know what, before I do the floors, let me do the toilet and the counter and the sink. And you go ahead and do that. You hear the dryer go off, you go get the dryer, you go put the kitchen back together. You then put the kitchen fully back together because you've swept and mopped out there. And then you realize, oh, you know what, I probably should vacuum out here too because now I've gotten crumbs and stuff on the floor from when I swept and mopped. So you're going to go grab the vacuum. Does any of this sound familiar? Where you just kind of ebb and flow through what you're doing. This is just kind of a basic explanation of what it looks like when I start doing stuff. And at this point in my career, after talking to, I don't even know how many women, quite a few, hundreds, I have found that they also do this. I have found a couple of women maybe one out of a hundred that actually runs on the list of what they're going to do. But most women intuitively ebb and flow throughout their chores. Sometimes they get behind. Sometimes they get ahead. Sometimes they leave things unfinished, which would drive some people crazy and that's okay. But we come back around to it because chores don't really take any kind of attention, you wander through what you're doing. There's no set goal per se. There's an intention to get this done, but you're also not locked into the end result that you have to, have to, have to get this done. I mean, of course, there's some days where you do, you are like that, but I think that most of us still ebb and flow throughout our chores, no matter if we're in a hurry or if we've scheduled it or if we're just doing it off the cuff. What I'm really wanting to illustrate with this is that there was no deliberation with it. There was simply a go with the flow. I hope that that gives you a good illustration of what flow looks like. If you have experienced this, which hopefully most of you have, You could take a moment and go back to that time or even the next time you do chores and maybe be a little bit more present in what you're doing and follow your intuitive nudges to which direction to go. Because really that is what flow is. Paying enough attention to be able to intuitively hear what needs to be done next. Got into a discussion one time with someone. I had said that women need to ebb and flow throughout their workday. That if you need to walk away from a task and go do something else, then that is what is best for you at that moment. Because then you will come back to whatever it was that you were trying to do and maybe not doing very well with a fresh head, a fresh thought, a fresh mind. This woman argued with me that all the studies show when you don't stay focused on a task, when you move away from a task and then come back, your productivity goes down. That apparently businesses lose billions, that's with a B, every year from loss of productivity from people getting distracted or moving on to a different task and not finishing the task that they started. My question to her was, who was that study on? 
Was it on men or was it on women? Because if you're doing a study about productivity and staying on task and you're asking men how hard it is for them to get back to a task if they've been distracted away from one, (laughs) Um, let's just talk about single focus, shall we girls? Men think in that box and you take them out of that box suddenly without any transition time and oh man, it takes them a long time to come back to center to do what they were doing. That is simply the way their brains work. Our brains, on the other hand, are not bothered by the distraction because, come on, work with me here, ladies. Our brains are constantly distracted. (laughs) Am I right or am I right? Our brains are all over the place all the time. So if you stay focused on something for more than an hour, that's actually a long time. So let's talk about what can be done to help you be in your flow. So everybody knows how much I dislike the term measuring and the term productivity. Neither one of those words are very feminine in any way, shape, or form. But one of the things that I find really annoying about it is it just gets my hackles up in a way that makes me want to dig my feet in and say, stop. I am not doing this because it always feels like such an outside push on me. It's not a gentle pull. It's not a gentle nudge. It's just a solid, ugh, you got to do this. And I can't stand it. That authority resistant woman in me, girl in me, is just going, oh, I can't stand it when you tell me what to do. Stop measuring my productivity. And that right there alone shuts down all of your intuition and all of your flow. When you are angry and stubborn and fighting against, you are nowhere close to flow. And I know that I said that I would have tips for you. And I think one of the biggest tips that I have is being aware that you're actually not in flow. I know that sounds counterintuitive, but work with me here. When you are struggling, which I've talked about that before, and when you are argumentative, how's that? That's a good word. When you're feeling that bad girl come out and want to say, oh, why are you making me do this? That is a time right there to say, whoa, 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 what am I doing? Pay attention to that because all of that energy, all of that angst, is shutting down any intuitive flow that's going to guide you into what's a better way to do what you need to do for your business. When you get to that point where you are uh, digging your heels in, where you're just pissed, that delinquent in you is wanting to rebel. (laughs) Recognize it. Because look, there's nothing wrong with wanting to be the delinquent and rebel. I mean, that's the whole idea of being in business for yourself, isn't it? Is to do things the way you want to. Do things the way they're meant to be for you. Be in your business as yourself and not fighting yourself with (laughs) you being the authority and being the delinquent. We're terrible at that to ourselves, aren't we? Because the bottom line is, We are the ones, when we're running our own business, 
who is the authority. We're the taskmaster. We are, we're the dude with the whip. We are the headmistress. We are everybody that is the authority. And then there's that other part of us, that bad girl who wants out of this. Stop telling me what to do. Stop thinking that I have to do things the way you say I have to do. Really, the best lesson from all of this is recognizing it. Again, I know I'm saying it again. I can't help it. It's what I do. I repeat myself. Recognizing it, seeing that authority figure in yourself and saying, you know what? You're not in charge. And allowing that rebellious delinquent in you to decide what's best for you to do. Because that little rebel in you is probably a lot more in touch with your feminine than that authority in you, that boss in you. Step back away from the boss and move into being the rebel. She's the one that wants to have fun. She wants to guide you. Pay attention to her. Listen to her. See where she guides you to go. Now, what does she have to do with doing chores? Because seriously, she hates chores, right? Because, you know, that little rebel, that little delinquent in us is going, I'm not doing that. You can't make me do that. But the grown-up in us knows that those things need to be done because you want to put your butt on a clean toilet. It becomes a collaboration. The things that you know you need to do and her guidance into how to do it most efficiently. The lesson is slow down, pay attention, tap into your little troublemaker and let her guide you. Where is she? What's she doing? What does she want to do? What sounds fun? Yes, of course, we have to do all of the mundane things as well. If you can outsource it, all's the better. But the bottom line is, if you can tap into her, if you can tap into that little scofflaw inside of you, ah, she knows what you want to do. And the funny thing is, we work on that in Business Goddess Style. I know, it's shocking to hear, isn't it? One of the things that we do is we dive really deep into our businesses. We find a way to communicate inside of ourselves with that little rebel, with your business, to create a combined effort of the fun, the have to. You don't end up with so much heel digging in and foot stomping, I don't want to do this. You can't make me do this. Well, you don't have to be made to do anything. Make groups are forming now, and I would love for you to join us because it is really a solid adventure to dive into yourself, to find the little rebel, to find your business, to have conversations with them, and to create a business that actually works that you don't fight against. Hmm, how fun is that? If you want to chat with me more about it and see if you are a good fit for Business Goddess Style, give me a call at 714-499-6486 or drop me a line at Audrey at Goddess at the Grindstone. That is it for this episode of Chew on This, where we chew on chores. I think that's what I'm going to call it. Give me a like, give me a subscribe, give me a comment, share it with your friends. And that is it. Catch you on the other side. See ya.